0: welcome to stories i didn't get to tell last sunday hey i'm doug McAllister. this is the weekly podcast from journey fellowship church and we are excited that you joined us today uh pastor tanya camper is here and pastor al sharche are with me and today we're going to be talking about hurricanes so if you haven't watched the podcast before there is a playlist you can go back and catch up on some this is i think numbers is this 17 kate or 18 What, what are we on Oh, we're on 22, wow. wow. 22 weeks in a row, man. We are on a roll. Killing it. Come we're on. like the Joe Rogan of church Podcast, man. Maybe.
1: <laughs> uh, well, today we are talking about
0: hurricanes. Uh, we just came out of a hurricane, and uh, this morning I was uh, reading in Genesis about Uh, Noah's flood Mm -hmm. you know and Jesus said that uh, as it was in the days of Noah so will it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man so kind of piqued my interest about the flood so I went back into Genesis reading the story and this one verse really jumped out at me Genesis 7 4 uh, seven days from now the Lord told Noah I will send rain on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights and I will wipe From the face of the earth, every living creature I have made. That is a uh, Mm. it's a powerful statement. That sometimes God uses the forces of nature just to give us a fresh start. I don't really like the fresh starts uh, the way they come, but they're always great once they're there. Mm. You know, and um, of course we all grew up in South Louisiana. You you guys are both. Louisiana natives. Are you from Louisiana? Uh I thought you were from California. Born in New Orleans. Why'd you go to California?
2: Um, Just kind of worked. Took my dad out there. So you you left Louisiana for for
0: about five years. But you you were born and grew up mostly in Louisiana. And I know you did too, Al.
1: Where'd you grow up? New Orleans and then in St. Bernard. Yeah, so you were... First 10, 11 years we were in New Orleans. Lived in the Ninth Ward. Right around the corner from uh, J9. No way. What street were you on? Literally two streets away on French Street. So.
0: Oh, my gosh. So Alvar, wow. yeah, you're like two blocks from...
1: Well, so my mom and my uncle went to that church when they were little little kids.
0: How did we not ever hear that
1: before? Yeah, we grew up in that neighborhood. My whole family's from that neighborhood. Why didn't
0: you tell us that story before? Yeah.
1: Maybe you're not remembering. <laughs> maybe you <he> did, and, <laughs> and
0: we, we don't we remember forgot? it very yeah, well. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything
1: about your oh, age. Oh, just, but- <laughs> hey,
0: just stop right there, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you, didn't, you
0: didn't get to hear it earlier, but Pastor Tanya was criticizing every. Everybody at the table in <laughs> circular motion before we get started just to build us up to have you know a good podcast so al you grew up that in, is
2: not oh just, that's exactly the, what no. happened
0: that is exactly what happened you I guys remember. have a yeah. way
2: yeah. of twisting everything that i say <laughs> yeah. and making it yeah, yeah okay right. well lord help me. we know
0: it's true so we'll move on you <laughs>
1: oh, grew up yeah, in the okay. ninth Ward, i did yeah yeah yeah, yeah so we live there my family that's where my uh my dad's family's from my mom's family is is from yeah. there and yeah. um my grandpa owned a few houses there we have a family member o- who owned the uh, the corner store so we were doing outreaches in J9 yeah. in that parking lot across oh the street that was that I walked to as a little kid with my dad wow. and everything so that's yeah
0: amazing man I didn't realize you were a ninth ward boy
1: yeah and then we moved to Chalmette we lived in Chalmette for two or three years and then moved way down into lower st. that's where your grandparents
0: were in Chalmette yeah,
1: yeah I remember you telling me about them yeah. yeah, so my grandpa's house was in Chalmette when Katrina hit. Um, yeah. My dad's house was in Araby. My dad still lives in Araby. Yeah. And then um, my Did wife you and I... Did he his house completely? Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Is your old house still in the Ninth Ward? Or is it gone? No, the house is still there. Yeah, Yeah, the house is definitely still yeah. there. But, yeah. you know, I don't really go around that area too
0: much anymore. So. Right. Well, back in 2009 or 10, we actually bought that old church building there right. and one time it was it was it lutheran i uh, think so it was a lutheran building that had, the church had closed many years before so we bought a vacant building totally gutted remodeled it and turned it into a journey campus and we were there for like six years Yep. yeah so that was your neighborhood didn't brad pitt build some houses there later not far from there yeah, yeah. it was in that area yeah yeah have i told you my brad pitt story which one? All <laughs> right, so I'm in China. This just really happened, uh, as opposed to other things that I make up that didn't happen. This really happened.
2: <laughs> you embellish.
0: This really <laughs> For well, true I, I call it story writing license. Is yes. What I call it. Yeah, you have a license. Man. Yeah, literary uh, latitude. So anyway, I was in China, and I took a taxi from one to the hotel to the meeting that we were going to to the, for, uh, for the teaching that night. And I get out of the uh, taxi at the... Uh, at the venue, and there's people walking on the street. And when I got out, I was the only uh, American there, the only white person there. So I I got out of the uh, the taxi, stood up, and there was a group of probably college-age girls waiting to get a taxi. And one of them said, there's Brad Pitt. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry for laughing. I know, right? (laughs) I looked around. I was like, where's Brad Pitt? Where? And I looked (laughs) like they were all looking at me. And finally she said, are you Brad Pitt? I said, "Well, I look a lot like him." So,
1: get that often.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a common occurrence. Man, I preached
1: that (laughs) night like I was
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brad (laughs) Pitt.
2: I didn't even know Brad Pitt
0: could preach. I didn't either. Yeah, well, I felt like Brad Pitt, you yeah. know. Uh, but anyway, so Brad Pitt built houses down there after. Uh, yeah, I think that company's the being
1: sued now for how crappy yes. they were done. Oh, great! Yeah. Well, that worked out good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they lasted for a while. Yeah,
0: 13 years. yeah. So you grew up in the Ninth Ward, moved over to Chalmette. Any hurricane stories from New Orleans? Mm.
1: So we moved to. We lived in Chalmette just for a couple of years, and then we moved way down to Lower Saint Bernard. So Wyclosky, Shell Beach, Reggio, yeah. Florissant—that general area. Some some people may know one or two of those names. Right, um, Delacro, I think yeah. I mm-hmm. it's a lot of fish. It's a big fishing community. A lot of good fishing in Delacroix, yeah. man. Yeah. So everybody down there, um, most everybody down there, were commercial fishermen and things like that. Right. My dad was heating and uh, and air conditioning. So. Right. We would t- He would typically w- do a lot of work for the Robins or the Callies or different people like that down there right. by fixing their uh, walk-in coolers, and then they yeah. would pay us with, like, a sack of oysters uh, <laughs> <laughs> or some shrimp or what, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Frontier New Orleans, yeah, right? Yeah, a it was, it was, yeah. It, was a, yeah. it was good. It yeah. was nice growing up down there. Yeah. But the bad part about growing up down there is, is hurricanes, because you're outside of the yeah. levee protection system. Yeah. What do
0: you do with a sack of oysters? That's a lot of oysters. You, shuck, you them. shuck them. I them and know, you freeze them. them. Yeah. The extra. That's a lot of work, man. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Were you fast at shucking oysters? No, not really. Yeah. I was a kid. And yeah.
1: um, you know, and you so, really didn't want to do yeah. it anyway. No, oh, so I ate didn't... them. I loved them. Oh, I no, still I'm love them. I'm talking but about the eating part. My dad showed
0: me how to shuck them, but he could do them fast. it took take me yeah. like a half an hour to get it open right. and then the slimy is long. Yeah. it's a whole experience, right. man. You know.
1: Yeah. We so the house that we were living in down there it was a uh, it was a two story it was a raised house
0: yeah.
1: uh, on pilings and yeah. then the guy decided that he was going to close it in and, and make it a two story house yeah. so uh, he cut the pilings off oh, and gosh. then uh, <laughs> and then closed in the downstairs portion of the house yeah. but uh, that's how we knew whenever a storm was coming it wasn't necessarily because Bob Breck said so yeah. but water would literally begin to rise, rise from the ground wow. up. So where those pollens were at in the ground, he poured co- a concrete slab over it. Yeah. And then after time, the ground settled, and yeah. then we had big cracks yeah. in the in the in the uh, yeah. the bottom of the house. Right. And so, water came through the cracks. So yeah, water would, would come up through the cracks. So we moved in that house. I think it was like. I want to say eighty-five or eighty-six. I'd have to go back and and look. But Hurricane Juan had come through right when we were only in the house for less than a year, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was like Hurricane Juan in nineteen eighty-six. I think eighty-six. 80, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. So we had just moved into that house, and um, and Hurricane Juan came through. We were there for less than a year. We had six foot of water in the house. I was like, welcome to Lower St. Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Hit your own hurricane indicator, man. Yeah.
0: Maybe the barometric pressure was changing and the water was rising. It would flood I'm down. us up. I don't know what any of it means. The yeah. wind would
1: blow yeah, and the would, water would rise. Yeah, yeah, you would have a sustained wind yeah. and uh, for a prolonged period of time and water would begin to, to come up. So. Yeah. So we, w- we could walk out of the back uh, of the house. And go about four to five acres back and they would duck hunt. They were swamp we were on in the swamp. Yeah. So walk a few acres back, go hunt, fish, do whatever, and literally walk right back. Everybody in
0: Louisiana knows this, so you know, it's no revelation. But the water table is literally at ground level here in in Louisiana. And when it rains, it's gonna flood. It's just the ground's already saturated. The good news is we got plenty of water. Yeah, we never go thirsty. Sometimes we have more
1: than we can take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always had animals in the house. Yeah. We always it was uh it was a whole different experience yeah. growing Did up. Did y'all
0: ride we. out the hurricane in the house?
1: I don't even remember. Yeah. We, I know we didn't leave. I yeah. know that for sure, yeah. but I don't remember Evacuating for any storms growing up—it's
0: crazy how yeah. seldom we would evacuate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a, a little kid in the '60s and '70s, and my mom and dad never even talked about evacuating. All yeah. they would say is, "Everybody get under the bed." <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> why, why? What's going on? Well, you get into the the, the innermost room because you know, a evacuation was expensive, and we didn't have any money to right. evacuate. We had to just ride it out. Right. You know, my first memory of a hurricane—I think it was which one was in the '67, '68, whatever—was it Betsy. Was it Betsy that came through? Betsy and,
2: was in 65.
0: Yeah, I, that's my first memory. So I was, I was just three or four years old, and I didn't know what was going on. I just knew everybody was panicking. Yeah. Like, so, something must be up here. I need to stop playing with my uh, tinker toys and see what's going on, man, because this is not good. Uh, but we did go down to the local elementary school because uh, the governor said it was going to be deadly. So we didn't evacuate out of town. We just went to a better building. You Know so that yep. was in the 60s. Yeah. I remember Betsy, yeah,
2: because I was um, I was six at the time, yeah, and my so you were older than me then, yes, okay, go ahead, get Good the night, dig. You get
0: did that right on the spot, man. <laughs> wow, all that trig finally paid off, yeah, in college. So, yeah, you so, were six. So I was
2: six, yeah, we lived in East New Orleans on yeah. Ray Avenue, yeah, and you're
0: from the East, Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't know that, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm finding all kind of stuff out about y'all today, man. yeah, so yeah.
2: we lived right off of Chef. Ship yeah. Highway, yeah, and um, so hurricane, the water starts rising. That's it. We had gone to sleep, right? And um, my dad woke us up, and the water, the water had started rising, and my dad got very concerned about yeah. about us because we were in a lower part of, you know, yeah. it was just bad over there in that yeah. area.
0: Did y'all evacuate?
2: No, we did just not. Stay, you we it stayed. It, we wrote it out. Yeah. but when we got to, my dad went outside. My sister was Olive. Yeah. had a rare bone disease. Yeah. And so she had had surgery and was in a wheelchair mm. at the time. Right. And so she was eight. And so my dad could not get. There were seven of us yeah. kids. Yeah. And so my dad couldn't get us all safely. Yeah. To high ground. Yeah. So my dad went out, being a construction in construction. Yeah. Built a raft.
0: No a way. Raft, no way.
2: Built a raft, and um and we floated down the street. You
0: just like Noah. What?
2: <laughs> and we floated was down. Noah. But in, while my dad was building the raft, we went across the street to our neighbor's house, who was um, a couple of feet above her house. Their house yeah. was raised a couple of feet. And so we go across the street. And I can remember jumping her, their kitchen cabinets, from yeah. one side to the other side oh because it was just a little narrow. And we were jumping across. We yeah. saw the snakes swimming in the water. No way. Yeah.
0: It
1: and y'all was stayed great... there the whole time? No. Oh. So my
2: dad built the raft. Yeah. They stayed in the house. That's how
1: they got to California. <laughs>
2: <laughs> On the raft. They, they stayed yeah. You're good. Yeah. They stayed at they stayed at their house. Yeah. We floated down. My dad had a cousin that lived down the street a few blocks. Yeah. And we floated down the street and we rode the the rest of the storm out oh there until the God. waters level went. And so my cousin, my dad's cousin had a pretty big house and because of that, a bunch yeah. of people came. And I just remember it just being a big party. We yeah. had a lots of fun. Right. The house was filled with kids. and
0: So what's your so dad's first name? Albert. So Albert built a raft. He built a raft. For his, raft his whole family. For
2: his whole family to float down. That is only yeah. in New Orleans. Only in New Orleans. <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Built a raft. Wow.
0: Yeah. yeah Floated down to safety. Yeah. Yeah, my dad couldn't build boats, so we were stuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we stood where we were at. Yeah. So you know, you said, "Oh, everybody gathered and it was a big party type yeah. thing." That's the memory I have growing up. Yeah, yeah. any hurricane was like they. It, we're going to buy extra beer. We're yeah. going to <laughs> buy some extra booze.
0: <laughs> yeah, my mom oh, would cook we, like big pots of jambalaya. Yeah, or anything you went in the freezer, our fridge, she cook it all up because you can lose it anyway. Yeah. So right. we'd have we'd have food you know for days and. Uh, I the, don't remember the cooking. Yeah.
2: I remember the canned potted meats and oh my the Vienna gosh. Yeah, is there
0: a worse food in Peanut the world butter and than jelly. potted meat?
2: Oh, I love potted meat.
0: Oh man, could they I, think of a name I, for that it? in crackers. I mean, it's such a low. It's just so low in the totem pole that didn't even have a name.
2: <laughs> yeah, so at least
0: Spam got a name. Right. Potted. You know what you call this? It's just potted. You meat. You gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, even trying anymore. I'm, I'm just too lazy to get <laughs> this a name. This doesn't even deserve a name. I, but I posted did my love.
2: Meat. I posted my it. love of potted meat yeah. one year, and yeah. I actually had people give me potted meat. Well, you
0: know, you know, potted <laughs> meat has a has a rich cousin. It's called um, uh, Underwood deviled chicken. It's f- you ever seen it? Uh, Underwood deviled ham. It's yeah. the same. It's uh-huh. the same can, same size as potted meat, but they wrap it in a paper wrapping and they put and it's a really nice label. It is the same exact stuff. They just charge a dollar more a can for it. You know, we never bought that. one. Yeah, well, we can afford it because it was over a dollar. You know, back then potted meat was, was twenty nine cents. You oh, know? it was
2: be probably cheaper
0: than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate to even think about what's in potted meat. Yeah. Uh, but I do like chicken. Uh, Underwood deviled chicken it's really good you take two slices of white uh bunny bread the real the thin not the thick
2: bunny bread and
0: then you're not gonna like this but put in a real thick layer of mayo oh my gosh you don't know the glories of mayonnaise i'm sorry that you don't experience that and then you put a layer of mayo and then a half a can of the chicken
1: spread well, I, have, I don't know. I, none of this sounds appealing to me. Oh I like gosh. mayo on my sandwich. Yeah. I'm going to eat mayo with my sandwich, yeah. but I'm not eating anything else like, you just said. Like most Before people Before we started do. recording, you were talking about ribs. Why can't we talk about ribs? You're talk no, about potty. we about spam. hurricane food right
0: now. Spam. Hurricane food is whatever you have in You the, remember the yeah. spam? Oh my gosh, oh. I, I hate spam too. I hated spam too, and my dad would
2: oh my fry
0: that,
2: pull it out the can, yeah. slice it, it and then fry made, it and make it a sandwich out of it. It was first made for
0: soldiers in what, World War One or II. Sounds they, like a horrible punishment. They, they packaged it. You know, it was like leftover ham. Go to war ham. and spam. Because when you yeah, hear the can, can, it keeps the ch- shape of the can with the little gel layer <laughs> on top, which is kind oh, of disgusting. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah. Then you slice it like sandwich size mm-hmm. and, and eat it. You fry it up. Yeah, those are hurricane memories, you know? Yes. Al had, had 12 packs of we Bud. Did, yeah. 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 we got he drunk. You guys were bringing rangers. out 12 packs of Bud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had the six packs of uh, uh, potty, potty, drunk, potty meat. Potty
2: Vienna sausages. You don't need to eat
1: food when you're drunk.
0: Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, but And um,
2: how old were you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh we we won't talk about that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Jesus
0: Illegal. He was illegal years old. Yeah. Yeah. So we all we all have memories of hurricanes growing up and it's kinda like yeah. embedded in the, you know, the fabric of our life. It's just like, Oh yeah, there's hurricanes coming. You know, and we know from June first to is it October thirty first or whatever it is? something it's like in that. October. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, we know that there's gonna be five months of potential death. <laughs> and we just kind of yeah. like, oh, we just embrace it and get ready for it. Take the good with the bad. Yeah, you, you know, do, what are you gonna
1: do? You're gonna move someplace else and eat all their horrible food? I uh, know, right? I'm gonna stay here, stay in the Louisiana
0: South. and eat the good I'm stuff. I'm having gumbo and jambalaya. We, before and <laughs> after the storm, fish. the good food happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> potted meat and spam is in the storm, but before and after, man, crawfish and. So oysters and jambalaya. Gumbo and and you guys ever eat potato salad with your gumbo?
2: I don't eat mayonnaise, so I don't That's
1: eat sad. potato salad. How about you?
2: Oh, don't turn for me like that. <laughs> I, can't talk
1: to, I can't look at you right now. I don't oh put my, it inside of look the, the gumbo. Yeah. I don't mind it.
2: You yeah. eat it that way? My mom loves it now. No, I don't. don't oh, you it, don't? Yeah, I don't? I do.
0: Oh, my yeah. mom. I like potato a spoon salad with the gumbo. Yeah, my yeah, mom I don't have does a problem with it. I love your mom. Oh, she too I love her. Yeah, she knows
1: how to do it right. That's just a fancy thing for us. We did. High yeah, I was like, "Ah, that's some rich people." Yeah, we ain't going all that. Far. We're putting that much effort into it. Okay. There's both of them. Do what you, do you want. Like, with it. Just eat it. Do you
0: like seafood gumbo or chicken and sausage gumbo?
1: Um, I'll eat both. I yeah. like both.
0: What's of your them. favorite? Which one? Probably seafood. Yeah, how about you?
2: I mix mine. I put chicken
0: in... In your seafood? Yeah. I think that's against the law. Pretty sure that's a, yeah. That's a violation Yeah, somewhere. there's a scripture against that. I don't know. That. People love have you my read, gumbo. Have you read Le- the book of Leviticus? That's not even allowed. <laughs>
2: let, <laughs> let me just tell you, I'm not, I'm not under the law that. anymore, baby. That.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've been hey, set free. When I, when I was a little boy, my mama had a neighbor who lived across the street, two houses down. And about once a month, she would make uh, her own recipe of chicken and sausage gumbo. And when she did, she was, a, she was an old widow woman. She would make an extra portion for my dad and mom and for oh. her kids, and she'd bring it down to our house. So about once a month, we would have what mom would call Miss Rosalie's chicken and sausage gumbo. And we all, it was the highlight of the month, nice. man. Hey, Rosalie's bringing her gumbo tomorrow. To all, everybody was there waiting for it because it was so good, man. I still had the recipe. I, I saved it from my mom. It's, on, uh, it's in one of my... Um, it's it's next to your phone. pool
1: trophy. Is what? Next to your pool trophy. Well, that's
0: that's a literal trophy. that Very few people have. This was like a written recipe, and I, I still make it from time to time because it's just you know. Chicken. Well share the
2: recipe. I, I want can. to try it.
0: Miss mean, Rosalie's. It's it's. Miss
2: Rosalie's it's dead. She won't even remember. You don't know. She not, may
0: be really really old. She's right? in
2: heaven, not yeah. even worried she about that.
0: She may be, be really bumble. old. I don't yeah. know. She may not want you to have her recipe. She, gave it to she me. would
2: like me, she gave and she me. would want me to have oh my that gosh. recipe. I
0: love potato salad in my gumbo. Yeah, it's my just mom so does. Some too. people hate it; like, they like think my it's disgusting. My mom it that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, those are the great foods we ate. You know. So your first memory was. Hurricane it's Betsy. Betsy, yeah. Yours is one. Hurricane Juan. Yeah. yeah. Mine, mine was Betsy, Betsy also, even though I was much That's younger than you. That's because
2: we're still the same age well, right now. I was but, so much what? younger
0: than you, yeah. I, but I remember as a little boy we evacuated to, to school. You know, and there's hurricanes all along the stories of our lives. You know, yeah. a hurricane played a central role in Journey's development. You know, in 19, uh, not 19, 2005, right. uh, Hurricane Katrina, uh, category five, came right up the mouth of the Mississippi River. It was that once in a hundred year storm that we all lived through mm-hmm. and we knew, we knew when it hit five, the category, which is the top category, you know, after five, then it, it, they stopped measuring it because it's considered lethal then. Mm-hmm. You, know, it, you can't get any worse than five, uh, even though the winds could be higher. But it made a beeline up the Mississippi River and went right over the city of New Orleans, crossed over Hurricane, I mean, crossed over Train, the lake here, and then hit Slidell, I mean, direct, direct hit. Yeah. I've seen pictures of uh, government uh, satellite photos of the weight of the wall of water coming off Ponchatrain. It's just, it's like a Steven Spielberg movie. It's just unbelievable to see the water approaching a city. And we all know that it covered most of Slidell for miles, mm-hmm. from the shores of Lake Ponchatrain all the way to the uh, northernmost border of Slidell. We were underwater, and it was a total loss. You know. And I know you guys were living here. You were both in Slidell at the time, right?
1: No, I was in Shalmet. You were still in Shalmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you, yeah, Katrina was the catalyst that pushed us to move to Slidell. Yeah. But uh, but no, we were living two blocks behind Rocky and Carlos in Shalmet. Speaking of
0: great food, yeah. Holy cow!
1: Yeah, that was where Jen and I bought our first house. So yeah. we lived right by the courthouse yeah. and by Rocky and Carlos in in Shalmet. And uh, and yeah, Katrina came through just like everybody else in Shalmet and. Yeah. St. Bernard. Did y'all, is y'all lose your house? Oh yeah. Did you washed yeah. away? Were well, you so the, ho- the, the house, house is still, still there. Yeah. But you lose, but everything in the yeah. house is it's, gone. Yeah, it's is just it a shell. Is yeah. what you yeah. have. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Were you guys close to that um, that pharmacy that Netflix did a special on? What was that called?
1: Uh, it was Bradley's Pharmacy. Yeah. So the net the Netflix show was called The Pharmacist. Yeah,
0: yeah. the Pharmacist. Yeah. that was just. Unbelievable to watch, man. So you lived down. So my way.
1: mom's my mom's house was about two blocks away from that. Yeah. So if you ever well, you're
2: two blocks away from everything. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was two blocks away from everything. Wherever <laughs> alley. distance. Wherever alley is, that's the center <laughs> of, of the universe. That that's exactly. Yeah. Universe. Yeah. Yeah. We're so well, glad we're in your was, universe. I couldn't
0: hardly watch the show because it, it was like it's happening in my own life. But you were even closer. You were a, a two blocks away.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, the pharmacy was was wasn't a real part of anything yeah. the woman who was writing all the prescriptions who doc, dr uh, Leggett in um in new orleans east yeah. she was the the real kind of that's where everything centered around but the she got that
0: pharmacy then yeah
1: no that farm so the whole premise is the pharmacist his son passed away yeah. and then he stumbled upon this his son had a drug addiction right and then he, as he was investigating what happened with his son, he began yeah. to realize all of these He he was a pharmacist, and all these individuals yeah. were coming in to get their prescriptions filled. Wow! He started doing more investigating and yeah. found out there was someone in New Orleans East who was writing, tons and tons and tons of prescriptions. Right. And um and that kind of opens up the story where he found out there were people who would really. Um, doctor shopping, so they yeah. would go to that doctor and get prescriptions, and then go to a different doctor. Right. And doctors were just and making money. at the money time, nothing over. was
2: connected, right. Wow. So they didn't have computers the way they have right. them set up today. Wow. Yeah.
1: So that was kind of. So like, he wasn't doing anything illegal. He right. was the, he was part of the catalyst to to bring it all to life I got you. Yeah. That makes sense. Right.
0: Yeah, that was an amazing story. It kind of g- gives you the backs the backstory of the opioid addiction. You right. Know? A lot of it was just, um, you know, you know, just untold stories of people's lives, you know, and we still battle opioid addiction today. But your, um, your house was two blocks away, lost everything, and that kind of drove you to Slidell.
1: Yeah, like most people, you lose everything. I think when Jen and I evacuated, we had a suitcase. So we evacuated with our dog, Mm -hmm. our six-month-old child, a suitcase, and we took the pictures off the. We had all Uh, our wedding photos. Yeah so we were able to salvage wedding photos. We took that off the wall and uh, piled everything in the two cars and we rolled out. Where'd y'all go to? So we rented a motel room in Macomb, Mississippi. Wow, wow. you guys went big time. Yeah, it was about a 14 hour ride from Chalmette to Macomb, Mississippi. Wow. Because they would allow you to have pets, right? So right. we, so my father-in-law and then me and Jen
2: can't get away from those dogs, huh? And
1: his dog and and my dog, we all. Um, what was your dog's name at the time? That was um, that was sugar. Ah, sugar. Sugar. Yeah, we yeah. had sugar, and now we have cinnamon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you guys are into the whole spice thing, man. Yeah, got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you stayed gone for how long on the evacuation?
1: Well, I mean that's ter- According to Fox News and everybody else, we were refugees. Yeah. That's what they right. called us for the, next, for the next, you know, year and a half. I know. All
0: of us were, man. We were all living, you know. Yeah, so
1: we lo- you, there was no going back. Right. Uh, you know, after, so Hurricane Ida hit recently. Mm-hmm. And after Ida hit, you know, a week later, you can come back in and, um, right. you know, and, and survey. Hit, yeah. 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 When Katrina hit, you you know, we were six, eight weeks out before they let anybody come back in the Chalmette, yeah. you know. We kind of yeah.
2: snuck back in.
0: Yeah, we did. We evacuated to... Uh, to Tennessee no not on that one. I oh, did. you went to Tennessee oh, I, I went to Baton Rouge I always evacuated yeah I'm sorry just, you
2: always go to Tennessee I, you, if I don't know where I'm at I'm <laughs> yeah. probably in Tennessee <laughs> that's, yeah. that's exactly yeah. right
0: so where did you and Curtis go
2: we went to Baton Rouge yeah we was like this was that a, don't
0: seem very far away
2: no it was <laughs> well, like
0: I, I'm going to, going to Covington it was like me like going to Macomb yeah it's like, <laughs> what do you think you're still in harm's way yeah.
2: no yeah. actually yeah. we it was the first time that yeah. in our married life that we evacuated really yeah. from the hurricane and um and so what we had done was we looked at the weather and we kept seeing the, the outer bands, was mm-hmm. the fringe was on Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Daniel had an apartment. I see. was at LSU attending school. So he was he had going an to LSU apartment. at the time. Right. Yeah. And so we just said, let's get to Baton Rouge, which took us three and a half hours to right. get mm-hmm. there. So we said, let's just get there, and let's just k- watch the weather, and if we need to, we were going to go to our, you know, Betsy yeah. in yeah. Wayne's yeah. in yeah. Illinois. So you
0: mooshed off Daniel, so, basically. So that's
2: exactly what we did. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? God is so good, because this was the first storm that Curtis's company, which yeah. Kermagee at the time, yeah. um, said, look, we want you to take a generator with you. Oh, wow. And we were like, Curtis was like, no, man, we don't need that. We're, mm. we're fine. Yeah. And he says, no, we want you to take this. Yeah. So. Curtis took the generator, and that generator supplied three, four apartments yeah. at Daniel's place. The wow. old lady who was the um, the manager of the yeah. place, it kept her. She was well into her 80s, wow. so her apartment was able to have lights. There was a pregnant girl above Daniel who was yeah. heavy pregnant,
1: yeah. her,
2: and then another guy mooched off of, wow. off of the generator. Oh. But it was just really nice that we had it. Yeah because it really was a lifesaver but you know it was the first storm that we actually ever left for like I was saying and I remember just taking everything that I knew I could not replace Mm -hmm. like I took the wedding pictures I took the pictures of my kids everything we had a conversion van at the time we loaded up that conversion van with Mm -hmm. everything that we thought was priceless to us and from there we like literally we walked out the door and I thought okay is anybody gonna pray Joshua says the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Mm. And if he takes it away, he'll give us something better. What a prophet.
0: I'm telling <laughs> he you. He took it all away. And I'm and telling you. He took it down to the floor.
2: <laughs> we were down to the shell in yeah. one part of the attic where I kept all of my kids, the painting, the turkey hand prints to say happy things. Those again, are valuable. The Day. Yeah. 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 That was the only part of my house yeah. that was not affected by wow. the storm. Everything else. Had Everything else was affected.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: So, you know, we yeah. would just but. But we were blessed. But you know what? It, it was out of the kindness of people's hearts yeah. that people went to extraordinary yeah. Yeah. lengths to be able to help people get back. It, it's
0: easy to forget that her, Hurricane Katrina came through and we recovered, but the process yeah. wasn't six weeks. No. It was 36 months. Right. We were out three years. It
2: took us three years Unless to get back. Unless you're in living here, right.
0: you don't realize, because it was on the news for a month but then the news went on to something else and we were all still living in mud and muck and mire and our houses were broken down our roof was leaking and we didn't have any jobs or money or even walmart was closed Mm -hmm. i mean how can you live when walmart's out you know all the schools were down you know for a whole school year they were stacking kids in the same one building and having school you know 18 hours a day just to rotate the different classes I mean it was it was an upside-down world for three years you know our church uh, journey was homeless uh, for 34 months we were mobile for 34 months.
2: We were a church in the box.
0: Yeah, we didn't know where we'd meet from week to week. You know, We didn't miss a Sunday. After Katrina, the very next Sunday they let us into town, we had church outside in the parking lot. And we did. We moved for 34 months in a row. We always uh, would say that we're the church for smart people because only smart people could figure out where we were meeting next Sunday because we didn't know either. We were always on, on the go. You know, and with your house, you know, with your family, with, with, with schools, with church. It was, it was an upside down world. I mean, I hope I never lived through another Katrina. Right. Yeah. But the lessons I learned from that, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't trade for anything. You know, like this verse we read in Genesis 7, 4, the Lord said, I'm going to send the rain and I'm going to just cleanse everything you know
2: yeah people felt like a lot of people was believing it's a fresh start. that it was a fresh start it was a cleansing that it's god a, was doing it was a fresh yeah. start literally i just know. thought it was nature
0: right you know yeah
2: Everything came together, and, you know, did God use it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It. God absolutely used yeah. it. Yeah. But are you, did you guys have it where your friends and family were saying, hey, are you going to move away? Yeah. And I'm thinking, move where?
0: Everybody asks us. Where asked are you going to move that's, yeah.
2: that's not catastrophes
0: that California happen. has mudslides. Earthquakes. And, and uh, forest fires, and, you know, tornadoes across the Midwest, and snowstorms, and blizzards, and tsunamis. I mean, every no state. place
2: can you go can right. you hide? But I feel like living in the South is the best place to live, yeah. only because we get, we get a heads up. Yeah. We get a warning. Yeah, we get a three-day so warning, pre- so we can prepare <laughs> yeah. for whatever's going to come right. and hit us. And then right. we're, we're residual. You know, yeah. uh, what's the word?
0: Yes, resilient. 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 There you go. Resilient. Residuals. It means you're yeah, getting, paid getting paid for, for your exactly. the broadcast I later. On. Yeah. To be I knew.
2: <laughs> I knew it was starting to <laughs> argue. we getting residuals for are we, this? Are we, nice. are we getting paid? Like, oh oh what? my gosh. Oh, oh, God, Oh, Ken, you missed it. Mail me my check, man. Checks in the mail. The residuals are coming in now. Yeah, but very resilient. We are resilient people. Yeah, And we just say we're gonna. We get up and we rebuild. Right. Right. And that's what we've done over and over. Right,
0: and you know, with Hurricane Katrina, we made a partnership with Convoy of Hope, yeah. which was not even expected. We didn't know who they were at the time. A Convoy of Hope is uh, was born in our fellowship uh, out of the AG. It's now an international relief organization. They're, they're worldwide. They're touching millions of people. At that time, they were a local ministry out of Springfield, Missouri. Uh, So I I got a phone call one day from Kerry Kingsland and I want to show you that video in a minute Kerry just uh, sent us a video. He's still with Convoy. He was one of the original Founders and he's now the vice president of operations. He's you know, he's a he's he's an amazing guy They're doing ministry all over the world uh, But um, carry sent us a 25-year uh, Congratulations video because journey is 25 years old this year. So we'll show that in a second Hi, this is Kerry Kingsley from
2: Convoy of Hope and I wanted to bring a warm greeting to you pastor Doug and the entire journey church family what a wonderful opportunity it is for Convoy Hope to celebrate with you and all of you 25 years of ministry. Pastor Doug, it seems like yesterday we were in your parking lot there in Slidell, forklifting cars out of the way, picking up dead fish in the midst of severe loss so that we could partner together to serve not only the city of Slidell, but the entire region. I just wanna say thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness to thrive where God has planted you as a church. And here's to the next 25 years blessings
0: on all of you. Um, But Kerry called uh, and and said, hey, is this Doug McAllister? I said, yeah. He said, hey, I hear you guys have a parking lot. I was like, that's about all we have left. It's a parking lot. He said, you're right. right. He said, we were wondering if we could stage our relief supplies in your parking lot. And I said, absolutely. It's not being used. Come on up. Uh, We didn't know what was what scope it was going to mean, but they, they rolled in, you know, several 18 wheeler loads of water and food and emergency supplies. Uh, And it turned uh, that little operation turned into a month long relief and recovery effort. You know, at one point uh, for weeks at a time, we were giving out 2000 carloads a day of water, food, groceries, diapers. They even set up a mobile medical center where people could come see a doctor. Uh, They had a tent city where volunteers were coming in from all over the state and the nation, you know, and it it was a a hub of operations. Uh, So God turned our calamity uh, into a victory. He turned our misery into a ministry, you know. Uh, I think we estimated uh, 50,000 families that we fed in that Recovery and relief effort, you know, we were there on the front on the lines yeah. every day every day Every day we were loading cars, you know with food and water. It's
2: amazing Like where, where did we get that energy and the strength from? Yeah, because all world. of our
0: houses were wrecked too I mean, we were all living in you know and We just sold our house and we moved into another house right before the storm in that storm that tr- uh, that house took a tree So we, we couldn't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. So we were living uh, at our other house in uh you know about an hour away in livingston parish uh so in driving every morning and we stayed there for about a a week or two and then finally we bought an rv and we lived in the rv until you know things recovered man the stories of uh your family rachel and i and five kids living in a one-bedroom rv
1: nice
2: crazy
0: how did we survive one bathroom and one bedroom with seven people?
2: Just the grace of God. And, you know,
0: I, I don't have any bad memories of that time. Maybe yeah. the Lord erased all of the bad memories, but our family bonded in a way that could have never, ever happened. Yeah. I mean, we were literally on top of each other every moment of every day, you know. Uh, so while it was hard, the the cleansing that came out of it, you know, for uh, our life and our you know, to rebuild, you know, we we bought a new house about a year later. Then we start building a new church about two years later. And all these things kind of just, you know, turn into a whole new season, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even though that verse is pretty tragic in that God wipes it all away. And Joshua's right. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. And blessed be the name of the Lord. He's God. Yeah. Sometimes we can just adjust to it, you know, so. Surrender
2: to it, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. We lived in our front yard for three years. Yeah. In in a, in a fifth wheel. That's right. You know.
0: Three years. Three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. You in and Curtis. In our front yard. You and Curtis and the dog. Which dog did y'all have at the time? At Oreo. 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 Yeah. Oreo.
2: But Oreo didn't stay in the camper. Oh, he
0: didn't? Oh no. would you Ore- leave Oreo?
2: He was in the backyard. Oh
0: my gosh, that Oreo live inside like a oh, regular uh, wait, human wait, wait. being. Wait,
2: wait, wait. Let me just say this. Oreo wow. had it really good. Yeah. Because Joshua sure, was... Sure, you're in the
0: trailer. He's out in the yard. <laughs> no. Yeah.
2: No. At first, Oreo was went with Joshua. Oh, did he? And Joshua went with... Mm. Al is... Um, his father-in-law worked for the fire department. So yeah. they were on call. Yeah. So he had asked so Joshua... So father-in-law. Yes, Joshua's father-in-law. Gotcha. So he was engaged to Ashley. And yeah. Al asked Joshua if he would go and stay with Ashley and her mom. Yeah. At the hotel because he was just worried about with sure. all the influx of people right, and just this, to be safe and and yeah. so Oreo got to go and live in the yeah oh. so Oreo was set up really oh he's well. like a
0: celebrity man he, he Oreo, had his own had, hotel room. Oreo
2: had it really good and I think I want to say they must have stayed there for probably a good six weeks or yeah. so Yeah. so Oreo had it really good then Oreo came home yeah. we moved home back home because we got the fifth wheel yeah from um, Curtis's company right. and so I was back there by myself and I didn't want to I was we were the first ones to go back into the yeah, neighborhood. Right. And so I had Oreo, he's a pit bull, and I thought well at least yeah. Oreo will bark and I will have a warning. Yeah, so I slept die. with yeah. a knife underneath yeah, yeah, of my oh pillow. My God. I do not I didn't have a gun.
1: Like you're going knife time. fight a a, right, a burglar. Right? I know I got a but, knife. But was it a least... butter knife? <laughs> You don't use it for mayo, so what? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. not
0: use it for, for its intended purposes. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: I literally slept with a knife under my pillow wow. just in case.
0: Did you ever see a burglar? Happen.
2: Nope, nothing. got no, got nobody broke in. God protected. Remember, there was, the dark. There, was,
0: there was there was rumors all over town that there were roving bands of uh, uh, looters. I, yeah. I never saw a roving band of looters ever come through Slidell. Yeah,
1: I didn't see roving bands of looters, <laughs> but my house definitely got robbed. After oh, the did it? Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I caught I caught the guy. So he was a guy who was driving one of those bulldozers clearing the streets after the storm, and um, you know, so you know, you mentioned like, oh, we took all our valuables. We took this. Or well, we grabbed the pictures off the wall and we yeah. grabbed one suitcase. And we fully expected, like every other storm, we never mm. evacuated. You yeah. bought beer, you partied while the storm, while well, yeah. the lights were out, and, yeah. and that was well, that. Well, there it goes with the beer. You still yeah. stuck on the beer, huh? I, was her I wasn't he saved. wasn't saved, yeah. that's right. BC, yeah. I didn't get saved right? until Katrina. Yeah. You know, Katrina was the catalyst that pushed me to Christ. Yeah. Man. So for for us, that was life. That it was hurricane parties. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm, that's no exaggeration. Yeah. you looked forward to so you got off of work for a few days. Yeah, <laughs> You're party. Like, this, this is amazing. Yeah, I get off on a Wednesday. Breaking Come on, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when we were able to get back into uh, to Chalmette, I remember I walked in in my house, and you know, and you, everything is a an absolute disaster. The smell. Yeah. The everything. It's it's the worst. Yeah. It's it literally is, the right. worst. It's the worst. And um, so I grabbed, I had like a pool stick. I found, you know, anything you could find of value, you're like, oh, the, here's my pool stick. And you grab that. And, my pool stick. Yeah. So you like pool too. So I, I did. I, I absolutely <laughs> he did. He never won a trophy yeah, any trophies? No, he no never trophies, got no trophies. No. I didn't think so. He no. Sucked. Very few of us <laughs> have won
0: trophies, but I
1: understand. Oh. You got a trophy i have one so we uh my our our uh, living room table had floated outside so i was using that to put whatever knickknacks i could find you know yeah. so you find a pool cue you put that out there so yeah. i put i had about a box yeah one box of valuables after oh, katrina that, you that i was able to able to wow. to to keep yeah. and um so i was letting all this stuff dry out and then i decided i put it on the table and i drove over to my grandpa's house and was driving to my dad's house and checking on all the family members homes and things like that and and I drove back to my house and my 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 box you got one box is gone mm. You know how mad you are when you have one box. I have left? one
0: box left. It's, my whole,
1: it's not even a valuable. It's not even a box of gold. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just like my trinkets knick-nack. and, and knickknacks and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that you bought at a flea market. Like it's There's nothing really valuable, but it's my box. It was crap
2: you we were gonna get away with later, yeah. but it that was what you could box. salvage yeah. right then. I
1: know. So I, uh, I had, I, I drove off. I was so upset, and um, I drove off. I made the corner, and I saw. I knew the guy who lived on the corner house. And I saw he was not home, yeah. but I saw the uh, curtains moving yeah. in his upstairs, where uh, his bedroom was.
0: The looter was still there. Well, the
1: tractor, the big bulldozer, was parked out in front of his house oh, too. Oh my! I said, "What the heck?" Uh. So yeah, I uh, it, I'll spare you all the details, but I did have to pull a gun, and we were yelling and you screaming. You pulled a gun? A, it's like oh, definitely
0: like Goldilocks came home and caught the. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, and it, the bear came on and called Goldilocks. Look, look I wasn't saved. I didn't know Christ. And yeah. and I'm telling you when you have one box of goods, yeah, and a pool cue. And somebody steals yeah. your yeah. one and only <clears> box and yeah. then you catch this guy in your friend's house. Them's fighting words.
2: So what did you say when you came up on the guy?
1: He so he called my bluff basically. It was a, it was a standoff. He called my bluff. I started yelling and screaming to him to come out the house. He came out the house. I had my I had a 22 rifle. And um, you know, he came out the house and he basically said I was just using the bathroom, nothing was going on, you crazy, you crazy, and I'm saying there's no running water. It there's no there's no electricity, there's no water, Key outside there's no by nothing. the tree, right? There's yeah. nothing. you're Hello? upstairs in my friend's house. Yeah. You know, he basically called my bluff and got on his tractor slowly and said, I'm doing my job, I'm not doing nothing wrong. So and I wasn't that crazy where I was gonna shoot somebody. Yeah. I felt like You could shooting have
2: shoot him. the shot the ground.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. to
2: scare him. You never do so that.
1: I, yeah, as a rule. You should know Why? that. You, can, you never never shoot a gun unless you mean to
0: kill somebody.
2: <laughs> no, you can shoot the gun and scare the person.
0: Nah,
1: I don't, I'm pretty sure sh-
0: per- that's not the rule. Don't take her advice on that.
1: Yeah, I thought you went through a a, a, a firearm safety class. Well,
2: I, I did learn that if you pull the gun, be ready to fire, right. that you're supposed yeah. to shoot it. I get that, yeah. but I also know that you can do scare a person and just shoot the gun and let them know you're serious about
1: yeah, you should probably stick to the butter knife. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't shoot the guy? No, I didn't all shoot. All the ground? No, I didn't no, shoot he anything. He just
2: called you bluff and said, oh, yeah. he's just trash. He's just he talking did. trash. Plus,
1: he, had all, he had heavy equipment. He, he did. over you. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I, I ran So did you got... get
2: your box back? No. No. You didn't even see him with your box, but you just assumed that he took your box. It was
1: I, him. I, yeah, th- everything was rifled <laughs> through. Everything was moved around. You didn't say, around. hey, dude, I want
2: to check your tractor out?
1: No. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Man. Yeah, I, I wish there was like so, some movie ending, some perfect scenario here. But in real life, it's it like lost it. yeah. In real life, it's like this is what my happens. last box. Oh, and yeah. Now it's gone. I went to the police. <laughs> they, so the the police had a roadblock <laughs> set up on on Paris Road. They had a roadblock set up, stopping cars from coming and going. So yeah. I went when I was leaving. I stopped and I told the officer and uh, I said, "Hey, there's a guy over here. He's driving a bulldozer. He went through my stuff. I saw him in my neighbor's house." Blah blah. blah. And he said, "Yeah, yeah, we know who he is. We know like," <gasps> I was like, it was like this is this is the wild west we're living in now we understand we know where Yikes. we're at. yeah i'll talk to him we know who he is we, we know where you're talking about but wow. they didn't
2: get your trinket bets no, back no, home huh? no. No,
1: you, yeah. you get nothing back i saw a,
0: a hand-painted sign in slidell after the storm and they misspelled the word looters they, they spelled it <laughs> l-u-d-d-e-r-s yeah so this guy was mad maybe he didn't stop to look it up or think about it he says i will shoot looters Lo- on looters. on site,
1: I'm gonna shoot all those letters.
0: <laughs> it was a great sight. I don't know if it was real or somebody was just making fun, but it was. Yeah, he was serious. I will shoot looters talking on site.
2: Talking about losing things, Joshua had um, been had a little part time job. And so he had saved up some money, and so he wanted this jewelry. So he went to Sal's Jewelers in Slidell, and he had a custom-made jewelry, one of a kind. It was so gaudy. It was, like, absolutely. Uh, It was a ring or a necklace? No, it was a necklace. And it was big, and it was, like, it covered, like, a third of his chest. And it was gold. And it was
0: it's like, so, rubber, it's like rapper. It's like wrapper jewelry, like Snoop Dogg. Dog would wear. I yeah.
2: I don't remember. I, look, I just remember <laughs> yes. how ugly they were. Okay, yeah. yes. like, it was yeah. ugly. Yeah. And so uh, Joshua, in the leaving, he didn't take that piece of jewelry. What? Yeah, he wow. didn't just totally had forgotten about it. And I want to say this kid paid over a thousand dollars back then for that yeah. wow. for that piece of jewelry. And um and so wow. he leaves it. He winds up. He he comes back. And of course, you can't find anything. Everything is gone. Right. So the insurance guy comes out, the jester comes out, mm-hmm. and he's taking a list of everything. And Joshua said, "Hey, what about my my piece of jewelry? Can I, claim, can I claim that?" Mm-hmm. And the guy said, "Yeah." And so Joshua got his money. Oh, that's so He got so his cool. money back on the jewelry. I said, "Well, Joshua, are you getting another one?" And he says, "No, ma'am."
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so he even got his money back. So yeah, he
2: got his money back. So the Lord even
0: cleansed it. that from his life. Yes. <laughs> he got a thousand dollars back. You,
2: jesus yeah no telling where he would have gone
0: katrina was quite the story man quite the no, story kid. and uh, oh, josh was a great yeah, man josh was a good kid. great great man well God that was that us. was the
1: catalyst you know you said oh well we were the the, the church in a box and yeah. we were the church that was traveling for 34 for, months 34 yeah. months yeah i mean that was that was it we were refugees for those you know i guess it was 18 months or so um you know for that first year after the storm we were living in FEMA trailers. You know, yeah. you said, "Oh well, we were so close together." I was like, "Yeah." Kayla learned to walk mm-hmm. in a FEMA trailer. Oh my gosh! Wow. Like she that bounced. That
0: is a great.
1: Well, she, she bounced off. touched both walls. she touched both walls, yeah, touched both <laughs> walls at, at one year old. She was walking at ten oh, or eleven months. So oh yeah, my she, was, gosh. she kind of bounced down the hallway. That's so that was sweet. the way she learned how to walk.
0: What a great story! Kayla yeah, yeah, learned how to walk story. in a FEMA trailer. Man, those FEMA trailers were. Um, oh bad.
2: They were bad. <laughs> And then They, they all were, smelled okay, like formaldehyde. formaldehyde. It smelled yeah. like they were,
0: it was a funeral home. Every yeah. one of them.
1: And uh, people and, who
2: lived in for long periods of time yeah. actually started getting sick yeah. because of being
0: in there. It was like they built so many
1: of Did them so fast. Sick? No, yeah. we moved out. We So we lived in a FEMA trailer for, a, I'd say, maybe six to eight months, something like that. Yeah, we, we weren't in it that long. We got our insurance. We were very blessed, even though we didn't even know Christ. You know, God worked all this yeah. together in such yeah. an amazing way for our family. Right. You talk about you know, wiping the slate clean and having an opportunity to start fresh. Yeah. That's literally what Katrina was for yeah. our life. Yeah. You know, uh, so much pain and hurt and addictions and sure. all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that, um, we had an opportunity to wash yeah. and wipe clean and to start fresh. Yeah. I think yeah. God
2: did that in, a, in the hearts of a lot of people oh, and did that for so many people the whole who city. took advantage of it. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I just remember like all the things that God did for us. Um, in that time frame, yeah. like Curtis's company working for Kermit McGee, and how they took care of us, how yeah. they bought they were our so fifth generous wheel. To y'all, man. Oh my, they were beyond. They gave y'all
0: a fifth wheel trailer. It's they
2: gave us a fifth wheel trailer. <clears throat> they gave us five thousand dollars. They gave us. They came and found us every two weeks and provided gas for us and our kids. Wow. whatever you know the kids would come in and they would fill up their tanks. They would bring groceries to us. Man. They just. It was just, like, amazing. Wow. And even when we went to, like, they did the Road Home. um, Road Home came in, and they said, well, you know, you could could benefit from you know your this tragedy yeah so we went and filled out the paperwork and they just said oh were you gonna get it was it was under a couple of thousand dollars yeah so we thought well it's a couple of thousand dollars that we didn't have
0: and so many churches responded and so many organizations and businesses like your company Kerr McGee took care of y'all but some people didn't have a a great company like that but other people filled in the gap like I know churches and relief organizations and individuals all over the country came we're and so helped.
2: generous and so nice and and, yeah. and, and 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 kind but i just want to finish the story Oh, go ahead. literally um we we went in and we were just we literally had gotten there just a couple of days before the yeah. they stopped and closed this was the last day that they were going to take applications yeah and so we had a lady named belinda and belinda said um do you have this this and this and i said well i, I probably can dig it up and Mm -hmm. pull up this paperwork for you she said if you can get it to me by tomorrow at five o'clock she says i think i can get you more money wow and i said i was like okay so i went on the hunt yeah got it in before five o'clock and guess how much money we got i don't know eighty seven thousand dollars
1: yeah we didn't get no money from road home I got nothing from 80? Road Home. Yeah. And do you
2: know what do You remember where the
1: Road Home was meeting? You know, Yes,
2: in where we're, where at, we're, today, at, that where was we're at today. Where we're at today. But do you there. know what? I have a sticky note in my closet on my dresser that has Belinda's name on it. I, I pray for her. I, I still said, pray I for her. Grace of God. That was the grace of God. So I yeah. really believe that God gave people because it literally helped us in so many different ways. You know, eighty seven thousand right. change your changes your life, right? right? Yeah. Sure
0: will. And so
2: God just blessed us yeah. in so many different ways.
0: We were trying to um, reestablish our Sunday experience and we didn't have any chairs. And the building we were using didn't have chairs to let us use. So um, a church emailed me, I, they didn't even call, the church emailed me and said, hey, do you guys need any equipment for your church? And I said, I answered That yes, we need 500 folding chairs, you know, And the guy emailed back and said, When do you need them? I said, By Sunday, because we have nowhere, nowhere to sit. You know, he said, Let me see if I can find you some. So anyway, uh, Healing Place Church and Bethany in Baton Rouge each gave us half the money. So they gave us twenty thousand dollars that day to buy chairs. So by the next Sunday when the chair we had five. In fact, we still had those 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 blonde folding chairs. Mm -hmm. We still have those.
1: Yes, we do. But they
0: came out of the generosity of people just Calling yeah, they, and saying, what can we help you with? What is your immediate need today? You well, know?
2: no one in, in anyone's lifetime yeah. had ever experienced yeah. a storm of that magnitude. Yeah. Right. And so people from all over, and just think of the influx of people that right. came in to help us. Yeah. You know, to rebuild. Know and it. to like, And they didn't just come and spend a few days. People gave up their whole vacation yeah. for the, for some the year. Some stayed for weeks. And some, and, and, yeah, yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Some moved
0: here and lived here. Yeah, and worked. Right. You know?
2: It was just an amazing time mm-hmm. that we saw the generosity of people at a level in I which we have never friends. Been seen
0: before. I, I, we were in general Counsel in Orlando a couple months ago, and I was walking through the exhibit hall, and I was the guy saw my name, did you hear from Out, Yeah, he said, hey, I was down there, and I stayed in a parking lot of a church, and I said... That was our parking uh, lot. He said, oh, my gosh, I stayed with you for, like, he stayed like a whole week. He came down and just served on the relief
1: line. I thought you were going to see some guy, saw you walking around, said, it's Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> he did think I was Brad Pitt, too. It's the same guy. He thought,
2: hey, aren't you Brad Pitt?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
2: you know what, how God just cares about all the details in yeah, your life? he does. I, when we got to Baton Rouge... I pulled my back my back went out and I literally could not move I was like there was no chiropractor there was nothing open Mm -hmm. so even in Baton Rouge there was nothing you could nothing to be a doctor or anything to go see and so my mom we didn't know where my mom was because they had evacuated and we had no idea where they were so we were trying to you know you're trying to find your family where they're all at well my mom and them had gone to st. Francisville they were staying at a hotel and a woman came in and said look I don't have any money to give I don't, I can't, I can't provide food for anybody, she says, but she says, God is, I'm a massage, I, I'm a, a massage therapist, yeah. and she says, I will give massages to anybody who needs them just to alleviate some stress, yeah. so she went in, and she looked at my mom, and she said, hey, she says, um, do you have a back issue, mm-hmm. and she says, my mom says, no, she says, well, the Lord says that I needed to tell you yeah. this. Yeah. And my mom says, well, if the Lord said for you to tell me, yeah. go ahead and tell me. Yeah. So she tells my mom that when you have lower back issues, you take a towel, you roll it up, mm-hmm. and, and then you put it where to put it in your back. She mm-hmm. says, if you do this five minutes every day, she says, you'll never have back issues. Wow. So two days. Why is the
0: secret hidden? Right.
2: Because Why don't cars, we all know this because <laughs> already? Because the chiropractors wouldn't be able to make money. They
0: should be putting this on the news every other night. Should.
1: Yeah. Well, now it's going to be now. He's broadcasting. Knows. Millions now. of people. It on a now they're going to know it. Millions of people. Yeah, Millions of people. Knows, well, at least, knows, at least no. hundreds. Brain recommends this yeah. for I'll your back problems. That. Yeah. Well.
2: <laughs> so um, my two days later my mom connects with us and they come over to Daniel's apartment and she sees that I am completely flat on my back and cannot do anything my mom tells me about the towel I lay on the towel for 45 minutes and I was able to get up
0: Wow that's amazing. That's wild.
2: I was able to get up and start moving again. So you weren't faking again. the whole time
0: just to be on the couch <laughs> yeah. at Daniel's house? <laughs> hey, this towel healed me. Yeah. And yeah. Then, but, but that I does used work. it. But yeah. I used
2: it every day after that. Yeah. I don't have
0: back issues, but I know some people who do use the yeah. you know, the roll up towel method, you know. Yeah. But I you know, I never had a back. But problem. But I just thought,
2: you know, God just cared about all the details.
0: Yeah, he does. Even the little things you know, the like little my things. back hurts. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he, he knew yeah. I needed to be able to get up and function and move. And
0: right. Well, so. we only have a few minutes left, so let's oh, wrap wow. it up with Ida. So we just lived through uh, Hurricane Ida, which was yes. a category four. Um, unfortunately, it hit um, just about 20 or 30 miles. Uh, west of us, so the brunt of it missed us. Even though Slido took a lot of damage, we were up and running within a few days. Yeah, you know. we were on the east side. Yeah, but the um, the damage the really from uh, from Covington all the way to Baton Rouge. You know, especially Livingston Parish, just took yeah. a beating. You know, uh, we we did uh, evacuate for Ida. Yeah. You know, all you guys.
1: Where did you, where did you go? Went to Dallas. My yeah. brother lives in Dallas, yeah. so nice. Yeah, if it was if if my kids were older, um, if they were move if they were in. You know in baton rouge and yeah. at lsu or they yeah. were whatever. whatever well, i have a five-year-old it's like yeah. i'm not you don't want you don't to want I don't, take the chance yeah, to, yeah i mean if he doesn't and have electricity yeah yeah <laughs> life's over <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> yeah
0: this is luke most of his
2: yeah. life oh yeah. we can Luke on the sofa <laughs> doing yeah. the exact
0: like, same hey, thing hey, yeah that
1: dude, turn the lights on people yeah he's yeah. like wait what what are you this talking about this is on? luke's world and yeah. y'all just live in it you don't have to tell me shoot
0: so you went to dallas you guys stayed home we
2: stayed home yeah yeah, I tried to take you to leave. I, I, I called her
0: out and told her, Tanya, you, you need to pack you, up. A you leave. did,
2: Douglas no, David. You said... I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 I thought, I'm not doing this again. You said,
0: well, my mom's not leaving. Yeah, that and me. that was I, it. I my
2: mom and Curtis's I, mom, I, mom would not that. leave. Yeah. And because... I just couldn't leave them because yeah. I thought if something happened to them sure. I just didn't know we'll be I could handle by. that well,
1: so you guys protect them to be, with the butter knife Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure I mean yeah, butter knife under your of hello <laughs> letters yeah. Yeah. hey yeah. whatever yeah. I
2: have to do and if it means using a butter knife I'm using the butter knife so okay. y'all wrote
0: it out in your house so we wrote
2: it out and in our house and you lost power
0: at midnight or something and
2: we lost power around midnight yeah and Man. yeah it was crazy And it was two trees even then God protected us because two trees fell between two of our sheds wow. and it literally from our property is 127 feet deep yeah and literally the tree probably came from the backyard fence of the neighbor's yard
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: all the way to the house yeah which was probably maybe 75 80 feet yeah was the, 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 the height of the tree right fell perfectly between the two sheds and missed your house too. and missed the house that's a great missed the house that's amazing Totally missed the house. Yeah, those trees we are. Just, so we were just without power for four yeah. days. It was, you know, we had a right. generator. Yeah. And so it was the same one Kermagee gave us. Wow. Still, still using.
0: Still doing it. And y'all yeah. stayed the whole time. And Yeah, then God
2: bless Kermagee and yeah, all the owners. Yeah, I know. May, may the Lord bless them.
0: I, yeah. Power, you got, you got power back like in two weeks or something like that? No, yeah. we were out four days. Four days only? Yeah, we were out oh,
2: four gosh. days. Yeah amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was just four days.
0: Yeah, because the next Sunday, we were back open for church. But I think it was four days because
2: we're so close to Punch-A-Train. Yeah. And, you know, they've right. got to get that up and going. And we so, got power quick know.
0: at the church, man, within a yeah, few days. We yeah, did. we did. And then the
2: church took almost, literally, our parking lot could almost, be a pool. Almost no Every goodness. time we have a heavy yeah. rain, it's a pool. Because it's
0: built below the level of the road. So yeah, it's, it's a natural bowl. What were
2: they thinking when they even I built that, it, being in Louisiana? I
0: know, right? Y'all, come on dumb put some dirt in it's built, <laughs> built 70 years it. ago yeah, yeah i think our building so. was built like in the 1960s i think i read or the 50s yeah it's an old it's building because yeah. it
2: used to be national food store it food and it was store. a swagman's at right. one time yeah it's been so, a, yeah. a
0: grocery store it was road home and now yeah. it's
2: the best thing it's ever been oh man journey journey is Journey's, Journey's having yes. church. we're
0: worshiping jesus there every sunday man we're having the last we went to tennessee again so we evacuated first to birmingham the first night and then we made it all the way to East Tennessee and we stayed there for four, four or five days. And then we came home. Uh, But what I love most about um, Ida was the response that the lead team had to all the people that were in need, even though we weren't uh, as bad as Katrina, there were hundreds of families affected who needed help and you guys hit the ground running, uh, Al and Tanya and Ken hit the ground running, you know, Um, you have the stats. Uh, what, you, you know, after uh, the storm, we set up a relief and recovery center uh, and partnered with some Convoy of Hope friends and some other people Hope City. and how many uh, people did we get to we serve? Had
2: nine, we had 96 volunteers that came out that, wow. th- during that two week period. So we had 96
0: journey people
2: that came out to came help and serve. serve. And then what did we do for those? Hands and feet. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. We, uh, 664 cars went through the line. Wow. And we had 74 and homes.
0: And we, g- we gave them water and food and water groceries. Water and food and yeah. grocery. Yeah. We tarped
2: yeah. houses. And yeah, so
0: 660 families and then 75 and homes, And then you said?
2: 74, 74 homes. 74 homes. S- I stopped counting at 74. We yeah. did a few more after that. Yeah. But there was 74 because there was a few stragglers. And we also, people.
0: you know, later on we um, we helped that brother who lost his uh uh, electricity, remember? About, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. About a week yes. later, so it's probably so, closer to eighty yeah, people. That I, were here. I would think that we're yeah. closer to eighty. Yeah,
2: because I kept sending Pastor Ken out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> one more request. Yeah. So six hundred plus families. Got groceries. Cars went
2: through. And uh, that's not that's not counting 80. people. Yeah. You know, that's cars that came through. Yeah. And some of those cars had two and three families that right. was inside of yeah. them. Right. So we touched thousands of, of lives, yeah. thousands of homes, yeah. you know. Even, like, people left from our lines, and then they gave them our phone number, yeah. and they were calling in, you know? Yeah. And, you know. And I just really appreciate all that. And those 96 people that came out and it was I mean, faithfully served. Know it. served, you know, during those two-week periods in that In the middle we had of their the own crises. It, exactly. Right. Yeah. And I think about all the phone calls. Like, literally, everyone was calling. Yeah. And so you know, I I think of um is is Belinda and um, Melody. Yeah. Melody and um and I just thankful for her and Debbie and there was another um lady that came out and she made phone calls on one day, but Melanie was there every day wow. calling people yeah. and assessing what type, what they needed, yeah. what, you know, how we could help them and serve yeah. them in it, whatever it, capacity. It was, just,
0: it was just a great opportunity for ministry, you know. And
2: I love that about our church because yeah. every time there's a crisis, right. we just step up to the plate. Yeah. And we just said, okay, what is it that we can do? Yeah. And let's do it. Let's make the difference.
0: Driving back from evacuation and coming through Louisiana, all the little towns I went through, you know who was out serving people? The the local
2: church. As always,
0: every city had a church that was doing relief or recovery, or feeding people, or helping you know widows and uh, poor people and others who can help themselves. It was just across the whole region. I I was had a lump in my throat driving home, just seeing all the local churches, you know, just taking care of business. You know,
2: you know what really touches me about. You know the relief, um, and recovery yeah. which we just recently did. Yeah, was just all the people we got to pray for. I know. You know, it was yeah. all the people <clears throat> who who welled up and began to cry because yeah. they didn't know like how they were gonna get diapers for their mm-hmm. for their baby yeah. and formula. I know.
0: And
2: you know, when you. you old people come up in there saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they're just crying and yeah. you get to lay hands on them and pray for them.
0: Yeah. I was in the greeting area of the line at the very beginning uh, of the, of the relief line. So I was just waving at people, talking to people And this uh, young lady with two kids and car seats rolled up in front of me and she put a window down and uh, she was probably in her mid twenties, not even 30 years old. Uh, <clears throat> and I said, what can we help you with today? Cause I, kind of what I ask everybody just to kind of assess what they had going on and she said I really need diapers and she started crying and she said I'm on my last pack and I I don't have anywhere to get uh, diapers and we don't have any money and she said if I can make it until we get paid again you know I know I'll be able to get diapers next week and I <clears throat> so she and I just cried together, basically, because, you know, you see two little kids, you know, one's about 18 months old, one's a newborn or not much older. Mm-hmm. And her only, her greatest need was she needed diapers, you know, and thank God because of Convoy and some other people, we had plenty of diapers, we we, we took care of her. Yeah. But those are real needs that, mm-hmm. when you know, when you help people who can't help themselves, have no other way around. It, to me, that's Matthew 25. Yeah. You know, Jesus said, if you do it to the least of these you do it That's unto me, day, you know. Yeah. In, uh, and yeah. you, you guys led the way, Pastor Al, Pastor Tanya, Pastor Ken, and those 100 people from Journey mm-hmm. were out there every day serving and meeting real, real needs. Yeah. You know? And as
2: you know, we gave a shout out for Convoy of Hope. I just want to give a shout out for Hope City.
0: Yeah, the a great church that Daniel they goes to. They just yeah.
2: yeah. This is a church my son goes to in um, in Katy, Texas. Yeah. Um, their main campus is in Houston, and J- Jeremy Foster is the lead pastor. And I just really want to say thank you, yes. you know, they were, for, they were just really, uh, they yeah. were yeah. to us. They rolled and in immediately. They literally, yeah. just immediately right after the storm, yeah. they were like on the phone saying, yeah. okay, what can we do to help? Yeah. And a generous church member yeah. donated like $8,000 yeah. worth of goods. Yeah. They drove down within a trailer. And then the church had funds set aside also so that he went to Hattiesburg and got another trailer load of supplies and brought to us. So um, to Pastor Trevor and Nathan for driving that distance in 48 hours. They had taken care of, brought a trailer, gone and picked up another trailer load and then went to Convoy of Hope in Kenner and picked up another trailer load all within 48 hours and was back home. So shout out to Hope City for being such an amazing church. and such a generous church.
0: No, God, God bless them all. Man, what a great time it's been. I love hanging out with you. Anything you want to say before we close out?
1: Yeah, I think when I look at the storm, you know, we were very fortunate for Ida that Slidell didn't get yeah. hit, yes. hit, hit worse. Yeah. But one of the things it highlights is, is um, you know, when the stores are out of goods and uh, and people are, you know, that f- there's that, that little hiccup. You yeah. know, it's like people, there's so many people who are living yeah. paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. They have enough food in their pantry for the next week and if the power goes out for a few days like there are a lot of people who are living right Right. on the edge of things here and um, paycheck to paycheck yeah yeah, so we're fortunate obviously that the church is is able to to step up and to help but the reality is in the coming days as you know as things get worse yeah and the America isn't getting better, in my opinion. No. The uh, the con- at this city, this nation is continuing yeah. to fade away. Right. Hopefully, the city of God has an opportunity to shine brighter and to come even closer. So oh, true. So we have more opportunities for us just to continue to be the church. You know? Yeah. But there are a lot of people who are living right on the on the the fringe if you yeah. will from right. disaster right. right? and it doesn't take much we're very fortunate we didn't get hit harder mm-hmm. than but what had we, we it yeah, you're been. talking
2: about the decline with America and not getting better I went to Walmart this weekend and I just could not believe shelves how the shelves barely. are yeah. bare yeah and they still don't have supplies yeah. on the shelves. It's yeah. just blowing your mind. You, you, right. So you buy whatever they have, right. and you use that. But I will say this: there's something in the warehouse that I just want to put it out there. Yeah. If anybody needs 20 boxes of cracker crumbs, <laughs> 10 pound boxes of cracker crumbs, we want you to know we have that. Received. Okay, we had a
0: pallet <laughs> full of cracker crumbs, which would be great for gumbo or for recipes or. You know, we tried to give
2: it away, but nobody needs it. Yeah, so Imagine if there's that. anybody yeah. who it's needs like, cracker it's crumbs. It's like the
0: salting companies swept <laughs> up, up the floor after their crackers <laughs> shut down. Here's those leftovers. Let's, Let's sell put them these, in too. in
2: 10-pound boxes. People will buy And this. give them
0: away. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're going to wrap it up. Pastor Al, Pastor Tanya. So glad you guys joined us today for stories I didn't tell last Sunday. I'm Doug McAllister on behalf of Journey Fellowship Church. In fact, if you're living on the North Shore, somewhere near Slidell, come visit us. We're on Pontchartrain Drive across from the new Walmart. You can get driving directions. Uh, Download the Journey app. It's free from your app store. uh, In the search bar, type in Journey Fellowship Church, and you can download our app, and you can get driving directions there. You can also find out how to get involved, find out more about us. Uh, You can see our history, find a small group, all that information is on the app or you can visit us at journeyfellowshipchurch.com that's our address on the web we meet every sunday morning at 10 o'clock for worship uh, and word it's a family event and it's, we love uh, children and youth. We have a great generations ministry for all ages, journey babies all the way through journey students. Uh, And we just love doing life together. uh, And we'd love for you to get connected with us. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. Uh, I wanted to close with this thought. One thing that we learned uh, through the hurricanes that we've served uh, in as a church is that if we're busy rescuing others, that Jesus will be busy rescuing us. And that's our great hope. Be busy rescuing somebody else and know that the Lord will be busy rescuing you and he never fails. So on behalf of everybody here at Journey, thanks so much for joining us today and we'll see you next week on Stories I Didn't Get to Tell last Sunday.